Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into a Monday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM. WRUF, I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Elliot producing the broadcast today. Three guests on the docket today. We will have, it's funny, uh, both ends of the spectrum. Cornelius Ingram, uh, fresh off winning that elusive state championship. He's had a little time to absorb and whatever. He'll give us his thoughts on that. Mark Whittemore uh, announced he was stepping down as the Buholtz football coach. He'll be on here to tell you why. And uh, Steve Priest, a very good player at Oregon State, former NFL player, part of the network broadcast for the Beavers. He'll be here to tell you a little bit more about Oregon State. Now, let me give you the show rundown this week. Uh, We will have our, our show today, obviously. Tomorrow, Inside the Huddle, we'll be here at 11, sports scene at noon, and then Wednesday, sports scene, and then that'll be it for the week. We'll come back next Monday to get your thoughts on what you saw at the bowl game, and then sports scene will be done for the holidays. Um, First of all, how about Mike Leach? Uh, Just, you know, look, he's kind of a quirky dude, uh, but apparently in critical condition. Uh, There are reports he suffered a massive heart attack with the possibility of seizure and brain damage. Um, So, boy, I I just hope, uh, you know, he's going to be okay. Certainly prayers to Mississippi State and to Mike Leach and family. Uh, That that goes way beyond, you know, winning uh, and losing. Um. Also today, scale of 1 to 10, 1 being I could care less and 10 being I can't wait to watch it, where do you sit with Florida's bowl game? Like how how excited are you? Again, 1, not at all, 10, you're jacked. I'm just, I just want to get a feel for this because it's coming up Saturday. Florida did, does get a defensive tackle transfer out of Louisville. So there's a portal grab for Florida. Uh, Caleb Williams winning the Heisman. That's not a surprise, but he could return next year. And maybe when only Archie Griffin has done that. All right. And then uh, Gator basketball. First of all, the women, 10-1. and one. They came back and beat uh, Miami on the road. And of course, the Gator men will play, I think, Wednesday against Ohio University. So that's what's happening. Uh, if you're an NFL fan, boy, the Bucks yesterday. Here's what I don't understand. I want to get your thoughts about this, too. I understand who Tom Brady is. And I'm not laying this at his feet. 
and I think there's other problems, but doesn't he look a tick slow to you watching him? Just just a tick. Granted, great comeback last week, but they were never in that game against, and how about Brock Purdy yesterday? You know, Mr. Irrelevant uh, was relevant for the 49ers. My point is, why wouldn't you give Kyle Tr- You invested a second-round pick in Kyle Trask. I understand the Bucks can still win that division and host a playoff game. Can you imagine that? So, I mean, I get it. But he's always been a healthy scratch. Yesterday would have been perfect for him, right? Okay, you're getting your butt beat. Put him in there. See what he can do in a real game as opposed to, you know, an exhibition game. And forget the fact he went to Florida. I don't care. But just what I don't understand what NFL teams do when they invest a high draft choice like that and they don't play. Help me with that. We'll open phone lines, 392 You can email srussell at Patrick says, this is why the NFL sucks. You can be 6-7 and seven and be in first place in a division. The Gators should be in first place 6-6. Uh, six and six. Well, yeah, I, I guess, if you look at it that way. And he says uh, he is at a 5 as far as Florida's bowl game. So, meh. Kind of in the middle. Um, BB says, I listened to the explanation during pregame uh, last night, how your Jets could make the playoffs after losing. I'd tell you about it, but I'm in the group along with the fellow commentators that didn't understand a word of it. Yeah. Um, they, I mean, they can make the playoffs, and I think they play Detroit next week, which is really interesting because the Lions are playing really well now, and good for them. That city has suffered the Lions have been abysmal for a long time, and good. And I thought their coach was going to get fired. I mean, when they were, when they had one win, it was like, oh boy, you know, Campbell's going to get fired. But they're a really good offensive. They're not any good on defense, but offensively, pretty darn good. So uh, that'll be an interesting game for the Jets. And then already, here's what I love about uh, reactions: instant reaction. I saw something on network television today. Are you worried about Tua after the Dolphins look? One game. One game. And I will say this. How many people thought Jalen Hurts, when he came into the league, would be a league MVP? He is head and shoulders right now, the front runner to be the MVP of this league. Just don't know. Let's get to Daryl. Daryl, hi. Hey, Steve, uh, man, I hate to hear that about Mike Leach, man. Thoughts and prayers to him and his family, man. Yep, that's, uh, you know, unfortunate. Yep. Steve, uh, as far as bowl game, I'm about middle of the road, maybe a five or six, you know. It's Florida's last game I watched on TV, so uh, hopefully we'll get the win, but I'm not too excited about it, you know. I, I think that's what most Gator fans are going to be like. It's either going to be, yeah, okay, I'll watch it, but I'm not, oh, my God, I can't wait to watch this game, or, as a couple of people have emailed here, one or a two. 
I mean, I mean, I get it. Does it does it matter if they lose? Does it matter in the big picture? If they win, does it matter in the big picture? It it, it doesn't. Right, Steve Forrest, Tampa Bay. I sat down and watched that game yesterday, and man, I tell you, just Brady, Steve. To be honest with you, I think it's time for Brady to retire. Underthrowing, you know, receivers, and he just looked a step slow to me yesterday. I agree with you hundred percent on that. Yeah, I mean, there's other things wrong. They they don't run the ball well, uh, you know, some other things. But yeah, he he just looked a step slow, and. That happens to everybody. It just—it's happened to him much later than it happens to most people. But uh, you know, if I hope now, and look, Tom Brady could could rally here, and he could play very well down the stretch. But I I hope he sees Father Time in the rearview mirror because the last thing you want is to is to remember him not playing well. I mean, I remember Joe Namath you know, going to the Rams and not playing well, and it kind of tarnished, you know, what he had done. He, Johnny Unitas, I think, went with, the, I think, the Chargers uh, late in his career, and, you know, he, he wasn't very good, and, again, it kind of ruins your last perspective. Willie Mays to the Mets, and he wasn't close to being the player he was with the Giants, so you don't want to see that. No, and I even said myself, I shoot, you're getting beat so bad, put Trask in the game, you know, just see what he does. Yeah, but a healthy scratch. Couldn't. It was a healthy scratch. Yeah. Hey, how about how about Trevor Lawrence yesterday? You know, it's funny. Um, they were booing Tennessee yesterday and should have because they're not. You know, when when Derrick Henry doesn't run the ball, they're not very good. And I think they're going to have to make some changes next year because you know Derrick Henry's not getting younger, and they don't have a bona fide number one receiver. And Tannehill is you know okay, but he's okay. But yeah, yeah, he's he's learning, and the, what the what the Jags did is they certainly upgraded their receiving core, and that helps too. Yeah, and Steve, you know Doug Peterson's an offensive mind coach, and uh, I think eventually he might turn the Jags around. I mean, as crazy as AFC South is right now, Jacksonville's still in the hunt to make the playoffs. I mean, things got to happen, but it's good to see them in the hunt still. Well, you, I mean, it's December. And you're talking about, you know, being in the hunt for the Jags, so that's pretty good. Yep. Thanks, Steve. Daryl, thank you. Uh, let's see. Lucas says this is a 10 for him. This is the last game in nine months, so enjoy it while you have it. Okay. I certainly understand that, Lucas. And then William says he's a 2 on the game. Only reason it isn't a 1 I think a lot of young guys get some experience. The result of the game is absolutely meaningless, which is, yep. And the games become more meaningless every single year if they aren't playoff games. You'll have people calling your show mad as usual if we lose the game, but nobody cares when the team will look completely different next year. 12-13, time check brought to you by Hayes Jillery. Uh, Mark Whittemore, Beholds football coach, will join us. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. 
Score big this Christmas with a gift from Electronics World. Hi, this is Chris Doring. I trust Electronics World for the electronics in my home and highly recommend them. In football, you have to have a great lineup to be successful. And it's the same for the electronics in your home. Check out the Electronics World lineup. Sony, Bowers & Wilkins, Marantz, Yamaha, BDI, Sunbright, Sonos, URC, and more. This holiday season, give them or yourself a gift to enhance your home or office from Electronics World in Gainesville. Online at electronicsworld.net. Fall is coming up fast. That means football, the World Series, and trees. Fall is a great time to get your trees ready for winter. And Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, are standing by to help you with tree removal, trimming, pruning, and more. 30-plus years of experience means even your toughest tree, stump, or debris removal project is no match for the experts at Daughtry Tree Service. Serving Alachua County and surrounding areas. Call today for a free estimate. At Daughtry Tree Service, there is no tree too tall. We do them all. At Radiant Credit Union, we can't read minds, but we're pretty sure you'd like to save some money. Radiant gives our members a few ways to save a little every day. For starters, Radiant members who use their Visa debit card for signature purchases earn a nickel back on each transaction. And with our Even Up Savings account, they also earn an amazing rate on their spare change from every purchase. Find out all the ways Radiant Credit Union helps you earn and save at radiantcu.org slash earnmore. Federally insured by NCUA. There's a feeling of pride and excellence that comes with living in Gator Country. Just ask Chuck Bush at Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. A safe running vehicle needs regular upkeep, so Bush Auto Repair specializes in same-day maintenance. And when she's not running, an ASE tech and computer diagnostic will identify the problem and fix it right the first time. Straight talk and excellent service you'd expect in the swamp. Read their reviews. Keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. I know a lot of you really want the State Farm Personal Price Plan, but what's with the oversharing? Like this message Brian left me. Hey, Jake from State Farm. I uh, love the smell of my cat's breath. Yeah. You don't need to get that personal. The State Farm Personal Price Plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer availability and eligibility may vary. The future is now. Pulls out. Gators say they have it all, and it is Florida football. The Gators battle Oregon State in the Las Vegas Bowl on Saturday, December 17th. Chug, chug. Kickoff is set for 2.30 Eastern, 1.30 Central, with pregame coverage beginning at 11.30 Eastern, 10.30 Central, right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The WRUF Radio App, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Well, sometimes in our business, stuff happens. Uh, we're going to talk to Mark Whittemore about uh, his decision to step down as the U Holds football coach. And he just said something came up and we got to reschedule it. So uh, we will. Uh, and by the way, somebody emailed and asked uh, if there was a coach in place. Yes, uh, Chuck Bell 
who's on the staff there, uh, is going to be replacing Coach Whittemore. Uh, Steve Priest, I hope, uh, will join us from Oregon State uh, at the bottom of the hour. And then Cornelius Ingram will be here to talk about their state championship that they won uh, a few days ago uh, in Class 1R. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Sam says he'll be watching the bowl game for sure, more or less to see the future players moving forward. Hope for a W, but realistic with all the attrition. Uh, yeah, see, we are in a situation now where it's it, it's time, right? Um, and I guess it's just where we are in the season. If Florida were doing better, uh, Florida's not doing great in men's basketball, so you know, just not a lot of buzz around stuff here, and that's part of the reason why uh, we're limiting uh, the shows that we are doing. Uh, Paul emails. He says, uh, mine's a three. I I certainly want to watch, and I will watch, and I hope I don't get mad if we lose, but in the end, does it really matter as you say? Yeah, that's true. By the way, can you see Bobby Petrino back in the SEC? Uh, he might be the next de- uh, offensive coordinator at Texas A&M. And remember uh, Kentucky had uh, Liam Cohn as their offensive coordinator. He left for the Rams. He might be coming back to Kentucky. We'll see. All right, Austin's up. Hi, Austin. Hey, Steve. How's it going? Good. A uh, couple things for you. Uh, the first, um, you know, uh, I'm really proud of my Jags yesterday. Uh, I thought, you know, going into that game, I thought, you know, I was afraid we were going to get smoked, you know. But, um, you know, we, uh, Trevor Lawrence came out and played probably the best game of his NFL career so far. But, um, you know, I think we're turning in the right direction as a team. Um, you know, um, but the only thing, it's sort of like the Gators, you know, like our defense is very suspect and our offense is pretty good. But, you know, um, it is what it is there, I guess. But um, what do you think, like, the chances are of uh, the Jets making the playoffs? Oh, probably small. Um, but as I said to a previous caller, it's kind of neat when mm-hmm. it's December and you're talking about the possibility of the Jaguars making the playoffs. They're 5-8, and eight, and the, the last team in is the Chargers at 7-6. and six. So that's a two-game swing they'd have to, you know, come up with, and then there's tiebreakers involved with all of that. So, I mean, realistically, you know, probably not great, but you never know. Right, that's true. And, you know, I know we have a tough one against Dallas coming up this weekend, but we'll see. Um, But anyway, in terms of the bowl game, um, I'm, you know, probably about a seven. You know, I mean, any time to watch Gator football is always fun, but – you know, I the, I kind of have a problem with all these players sort of defecting, you know, at the end of the year and just saying, you know, oh, we're not in the national championship game or we're not in the playoffs, so I'm not going to play in the game. That kind of bugs me a little bit. But anyway, uh, we'll see. And go Gators, Steve. Yeah, Austin, let me just say something, though. There's not sure. a lot of players that are not playing in the game because uh, they're not playing because they're, they've, they're, they've transferred out. In other words, they're in the portal. And even Napier said the other day, I don't know who, and he wasn't specific, 
but he said some of the players that are in the portal are actually going to be on the roster for this game. So there really isn't, you know, the the mass exodus of players. Uh, Osiris Torrance, I mean, look, I, I mentioned this the other day. Mm-hmm. Ventrell Miller's played, you know, 75 years of college football. And one more yeah, game's yeah. not going to help him. He, he needs to go on. Osiris Torrance, from what I'm told, played through a lot of nagging nicks and injuries this year. He's going to be a first-round choice. You cannot blame him for not playing in this game. And the same thing for Anthony Richardson. You know, he's a probable first-round choice, too. Now, Javon Dexter, give him credit. You know, I don't know where he's going to be drafted, but he's going to play. But I, that's just how it is now, Austin, where, you know, if, especially if it's not a game. I mean, let, let's face it. If this was the championship game, you might mm-hmm. get some of these guys playing. But when it's a bowl right. game like this, I totally get it. Yeah. That's true. I mean, yeah, I understand that, but it just sort of bugs me a little bit, but I, I get it that way too. So, you know, anyway, but uh, thanks for the info on that and go Gators. Steve. Austin, thank you. Appreciate your call. Three nine two eight two five five. Here's a, here's a great email. Uh, Billy says, uh, Steve, I love your show. And from time to time you opine. Uh, I love that word opine, but it is a word, which means I give opinion. Uh, on a lot of different things, and you seem a bit all over the place when it comes to transfer portal slash NIL. Can you be more specific in what you think about these two things? Love to. I thought I was, but look, if I had to tell you which of the two I would opine about and uh, be the most wishy-washy on, it's the portal. Uh, because I totally get it, right? I understand players. I've always understood players want to transfer to be able to play. That That's why they most kids did it. It's just going to a different level now. With the NIL, same kind of thing. I've always, if you listen to me on a regular basis, I've always felt the kids deserved something because of the insane amount of money that was being made off of them by the NCAA. Never, ever did I think it would be where it is now. Just never did anybody. So, you know, you have to take these things in stride, so to speak, um, and, you know, try to figure it out and see where it goes. Is this Steve? Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to him now. All right. He, he, he's calling us. I didn't know he was going to call us, but I'll talk to him. Uh, joining us now, Steve Priest, who's part of the Oregon State football broadcast, former NFL player and a beaver as well. Steve, welcome. Thanks for doing this. Hey, thank you. My pleasure. Steve, uh, you know, a lot of Gator fans, when you're on this coast, and I'm sure it's the same way there, you know, you don't get to, to see a lot of the games. Sometimes they're late. Don't get to see an Oregon State play on national television. But it's been a really good year for the Beavers and Coach Smith. What's been the key to that? Why so successful this year? Well, I believe it's the defense. There's a total change in the way the defense has performed. They were at the bottom of the Pac-12 for the last several years. Actually, since Jonathan took over, they were in the bottom three and almost – every major category on defense. 
they made a coaching switch, which was a really tough decision for Coach Smith. Um, he he replaced his coordinator a year ago, who was a close first personal friend. Uh, brought up the, the defensive the linebacker coach Trent Bray, who was played at Oregon State, was all conference at Oregon State, uh, coached at Oregon State, and then was in the kind of the Mike Riley, Dennis Erickson coaching tree around the country. Um, and and came back, uh, has taken over, and this defense is totally different. They're in the top three in every single category in the Pac-12. That's important. Um, they do a tremendous job, and and you know we're winning games on our defense now, uh, not the offense. Uh, was that more scheme, Steve? Was it personnel? I mean, what what caused do you think the turnaround? Um, it's some scheme. It's preparation as much as anything else. Um, they're running the same three-man concept, um, but it's it's just the aggressiveness, Steve. Um, they they were, uh, as you know, defensive lines a lot of times will catch and play position um, as opposed to penetration. And this defense is a penetrating defense. Uh, they try to, to get across the line of scrimmage, play on the other side. Um, they have a defensive linemen who are taking those gaps, making sure making sure that their gaps are controlled and letting a, a very good and large, actually with a lot of length linebacking core, make plays uh, in the running game. And that's just changed everything. It's, it's an attitude. Um, you'll see it when you watch them on film. Um, they're flying around. Uh, they've got secondary people that are in, at the top of the list making plays too. They play a ton of man defense where they played a lot of zone before. So that's a, an attitude change. Um, by way of explanation, um, Trent Bray, when he was at Oregon State, I, I would have called him probably the best run-through linebacker um, Oregon State has ever had in, mm. in all the years I've done their radio and TV. Um, his dad was the defensive coordinator for, for Dennis Erickson, so he's got it in his blood. And and he he, uh, he he's fun to watch practice and games. He's he's running up and down the sideline like the like these young athletes are, and it's 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 contagious. These kids have caught it. <laughs> Steve, when you look at what Florida's gone through, I mean, they a lot of the fan base here is ho hum about this game. They're six and six, but Oregon State's had a very successful season. Might get to ten wins. How motivated do you think the kids will be to play this bowl game? Incredibly. I, I was down at practice a couple of days ago. Um, they're firing around. Th- this is a team that had many years of solid success through the Mike Riley, Dennis Erickson, and then again, Mike Riley years, and then fell flat on their nose with a new coaching hire, and they, they, they went to the bottom of the Pac-12. Um, and Jonathan Smith came back. Jonathan's a beaver. Um, he was on a, a very strong, the, the most winning Oregon State team ever, 11-1, and one, when they beat Notre Dame in, in the 2000-2001 season. And they've just continued to, to, to come back. A lot of these kids through COVID and those types of things, Steve, have, have been there four, five, six years. I mean, we've got a, a freshman quarterback who's, who's a freshman, and this is third, he's already graduated from college. <laughs> this third year. Wow. You know? They, they've stayed there. They are so tight because of all this. Um, the senior group they have um, and the older group, because some of these kids are, you know, they're, they're fifth-year 
juniors and sophomores that you know how it's gone crazy like that but the the leadership the tightness of this group and this this group of kids and also the staff um jonathan has only lost one assistant in these five years for which for the success and coming from the bottom to where he's taken them is remarkable to not lose people like that he's had a couple of assistants you know getting conference coach of the years and those kind of things um and and yet they've remained um, he just, Jonathan just got a huge raise yesterday. Um, it's the second one this year. Um, so that, that puts him into the upper half of the Pac-12, which helps the Beaver fans and, and our kingdom real well. We, we are looking at a, a Beaver born and bred walk-on player at Oregon State, great player who has become our coach. And this fan base and these kids love Jonathan Smith and his staff. Steve, two, play for I'm sorry, two last questions for you. Uh, again, because sometimes on the East Coast, you don't get to see a lot of West Coast football. I mean, USC, you know, had a really nice year. UCLA was a lot better. You guys were better. Oregon, in your view this year, how good was the Pac-12 as a whole compared to the last few seasons? Oh, much improved, Steve. There is absolutely no question um, and a lot of that, you know, comes from the portal. Uh, we, we have like seven or eight quarterbacks starting who are portal players. And they've come from all over, some even interconference. Um, but we've, we've thrived in the new portal system. Um, we've thrived with a couple of new coaches. Um, the, the Pac-12 will be stronger even next year with the, with the signing of Deion Sanders, prime time, as the coach of Colorado. Um, they're pushing hard. Having six teams ranked is something we haven't had happen for a while. Um, and, and this is exciting for the conference. Uh, you know, unfortunately, who knows what pack number will be next year or two years from now, whether it be the 12 or the 10 or who knows. But um, this, this was a great year for the Pac-12 and a much improved year than the years in the last few for sure. Final question. I remember you uh, as an NFL player, uh, and you played defense. I did not know you were an option quarterback in college. How did you get to defense? I didn't know that. You you didn't ever look at my arm, did you? <laughs> okay. You know, about every um, – I, I would say one out of every four safeties in the NFL in my nine years in the league – Seemingly, were quarterbacks. You know, uh, Charlie Waters, Cliff Harris. There were just so many that had been on the offensive side of the ball, and and there were. It was because there were so darn many um, option quarterbacks. You know, I threw the ball. I mean, if we threw it eight or ten times a game, it was because it was third and long that many times. Um, our coaches used to say, you know, passing is three things can go wrong, so why should you pass? Um, and that. A different world than today. Um, I was just lucky enough to, to have the tools to go up and, and play in the NFL that long, be, be a starter most of the time and enjoy it. But, um, you know, we, we had some really good teams at Oregon State running the option, the DeAndro Shears right after to- Coach Pro took us to the Rose Bowl. So, um, you know, great history, great fun, great to relive it. But it was because the I couldn't throw the ball well enough to be a <laughs> Well, Steve, I appreciate you taking time uh, to talk to uh, Gator Nation here about the Beavers. We'll see how it goes on Saturday at the Vegas Bowl. Thanks for taking time. Anxious to see you. Thank okay. you. Thank you, Steve. Steve Priest, 
uh, former Beaver player and nine-year NFL veteran. 12:33. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN, 98.1 FM, and 850 AM, WRUF. The holiday season is right around the corner. So give the gift that's hard to wrap, but easy to give. Give them a steal. From powerful trimmers, blowers, and chainsaws under the tree to branded accessories stuffed in their stockings, the Steel Holiday Gift Guide has something for everyone. Visit your local steel dealer or go to steelusa.com slash gift guide. Real steel. Find yours. Available at participating dealers while supplies last. How do you decide who to call when you're injured in an accident? Don't call a branch office of a figurehead that lives in a far-off city. Call an attorney that is local to your community, one that gives back to your community and wins cases right here in Gainesville. I'm Jack Fine with Fine Farcash and Parla Piano, and I live here in this community with you. We go to the same grocery stores as you. We attend the Gator football games with you. When we are fighting against insurance companies for our clients, it's personal. Visit ffplaw.com for a free consultation. The holidays are here, and Miapa has your meal ready. Order a holiday dinner from Miapa for your family gathering, holiday party, or if you're just tired from decking the halls and shopping the malls. Miapa's got your entire meal covered, from the roasted turkey or pernil ham to your favorite Miapa sides, like rice and beans, Cuban bread, and, of course, sweet plantains, all starting at $89. With Miapa's holiday meal, you'll be more stuffed than a stocking hung with care. Don't let cooking get in the way of a great meal. Get your holiday dinner at miapalatincafe.com today. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. When giving gifts this holiday season, keep environmental sustainability in mind. Avoid giving useless gifts and knickknacks. Look for durable items that will last for years. Shop for items made out of recycled material. Lastly, family heirlooms make a perfect gift. Not only will they be treasured for a lifetime, but are also environmentally friendly. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a hundred things, a thousand things, a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? Dancing crew, trip for two, nail the final interview. Game with Doug, brand new mug. Come here, kid, give me a hug. The more you want to do, the more we want to do. New COVID-19 boosters designed for recent Omicron variants are now available. Learn about eligibility and schedule a free updated booster today at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. After starting our day in the 50s in most areas, we'll see highs today climb into the lower 70s, similar to what we saw yesterday, but I do think we'll have a little bit more sunshine to enjoy. Partly cloudy skies are expected. Tonight, lows fall again into the middle 50s with partly to mostly cloudy skies. Patchy fog develops after midnight. We'll see dry conditions stick around through your Tuesday. Rain chances return with our next cold front by Wednesday and Thursday. From the UF Weather Center, our meteorologist Justin Ballard. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Chris Carlin, host of Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, have defenses figured the Dolphins' offense out. I think they've figured out that Tua Tonga Vailoa isn't very good. Woo! We're talking to Keyshawn Carlin right now. Who is <laughs> <laughs> all that? You're going to owe an apology to Keyshawn for that one. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. From pylon to pylon, we are your 
home for all things football. 63 yard Listening to ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All lines open for you. 392 You can email srussell at wruf.com. Another honor for Osiris Torrance today. He is a first-team AP honoree, only the fourth Gator offensive lineman to earn AP first-team honors. Pretty good. That's why he's going to be probably a first-round draft choice. BB says uh, for the game about an 8 or a 9, in interest, Todd says, with so many portal transfers, potential draft picks, and now NIL, we're seeing an increase in early player departures and roster issues leading to a decrease in motivation. We see many empty stadiums in meaningless games against other conferences. So with that said, other than the teams in the playoff games, what's the relevance of bowl games in college football today? Are they really generating needed revenue? Todd? Great question. I'm going to take a little while to delve into this, but let me start. There's the old, tired, I think, cliche that a bowl game's important because it gives us extra practices, it gives the young guys. That's coach speak to me, okay? Are you really going to, going to benefit that much from those practices? I, I tend to think not. It doesn't hurt, but are you going to become like a you know all American when you have? I, I doubt it. Okay. It's a, and then a bowl game is a reward for a good season. Well, is six and six a good season? That's it's not. And now, it's relative, right? For Florida, is six and six a good season? No. But for a team that maybe won two games the year before, they became six and six and get to go to a, you know, whatever bowl, then yeah, for them, okay, it, it's nice to go to a bowl game. Yes. So it's all relative, right? To the fan base, it's the same thing. I've said this many times. Florida went to the Orange Bowl. Had some players opt out, remember? No one, I mean, it was a snoozer. And they went to the Orange Bowl. So, yeah. Now, I did a little research, and I found a column um, about Auburn and whether or not it was profitable for them to go to a bowl game. Okay? Because remember, I don't. I think I'm right in this. This is not a matter of how many practices you get. Teams get up to four hours per day or 20 hours a week between the end of the regular year and a bowl game for practice or other team-related activities. If you're not in a bowl game, all you can do is have weight training and review of game film. You can't practice. So there is a benefit to that. 
Okay, And, of course, coaches are always going to tell you those practices are beneficial. Now, when this, this column that I saw about Auburn, um, they reported postseason football revenue in fiscal year 21. Ready for this? $9 million. I read that three times to make sure I wasn't seeing things. When it was explained, better. Remember, the SEC gives you money for bowl participation. I don't think a lot of people realize that. Okay, They receive a share of postseason revenue generated by bowl selection. Okay, So it's outside of the revenues distributed by the conference for media rights. Okay, So with that, they got money. Ticket sales, expense reimbursements, a victory bonus. Auburn got $805,000 for football bowl revenue in 2021 between ticket sales and reimbursements. Okay, So this column said that when you added everything up, Auburn got about $10 million in football postseason revenue in 2021. That gives you an idea, right? So to you and to you watching it, may not be a big deal, but if that's right, that's pretty good, pretty good amount of change. Bernard, hello. Hey, Steve, a couple of things. Number one, that was a big win, I think, for the women's basketball program yesterday in overtime down in Miami. It seemed like the, the course there has done a really good job in speaking of that, that uh, dastardly transfer portal, bringing in some pretty good players. And uh, I know I'm I'm going to give Todd Golden some time. I'm going to be patient. I was ready for uh, Mike White to move on. I, I thought his teams were not very good offensively, and I didn't like his player development. He was here, and he only recruited one player, coached and recruited one player who made an NBA roster, and that was Trey Mann. He was talking to the guy from Oregon State. I remember back in the day when the guys would play quarterback in the NFL and be a DB in the pros. You don't see that now as much as you used to. And my last point, you mentioned Osiris Torrance. I'm curious, how many All-American teams do you have to make, like, before you are considered an All-American? Is it just one? or how, how does that work? Just one. Okay. Just one. Now, for example, let's say, because everybody, sporting new, I mean, all these people have AP, has all these teams, right? Well, if you make one yeah. of them, only one of them, then you can, you can say, I'm an All-American. Because somebody named me an All-American. Now, there are consensus All-Americans where everybody says you're an All-American. That's called a consensus All-American. Yeah, Kyle Pitts was a consensus All-American this last year. Well, he made every All-American team. Okay. All right. Okay, thank you, man. Okay, you appreciate you, Bernard. Mm-hmm. Thank you. 1245 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM, WRUF. You don't have to go through yet another year with that knee pain or back pain. People with chronic joint pain are getting real lasting relief from QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. 
QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine. Their unique protocols use healing agents from your own body to target aching joints, repairing and restoring damaged tissue so you can move again with no surgery, no drugs, and no downtime. Got shoulder pain, excruciating hip pain? If you have any arthritis pain or lingering pain from an injury, don't let them operate on you or give you more steroids and say no to the pain pills. Call QC Kinetics and see if their life-changing, all-natural treatments can get you living your best life in the new year. I'm telling you, people are raving about these treatments. This is the future of joint pain management, and appointments are available as soon as the next week. Make 2023 the year you say goodbye to joint pain. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, 2021, and 2022. As well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall. We do them all. Time for new tires? Well, trust the experts at TireRack.com. They've been crushing it for over 40 years. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. Tell them what you drive and... You can use their easy-to-use decision guide. They'll show you the right tires for how and what and where you drive. They've got the full lineup of Kumo tires, test results, tire ratings, consumer reviews, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This message is brought to you by Discover. Did you know you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection? The latest innovation from Discover. Discover will help regularly remove your personal information like your name and address from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And they'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more. Discover.com slash online privacy protection. That's discover.com slash online privacy protection. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. When Bernard had called earlier, I don't think this is the newest ranking in women's basketball, but it's telling to me that women's basketball in the league might be down a little bit. South Carolina, obviously, uh, unbeaten. LSU was unbeaten and ranked number 11. Okay, After that, only one other SEC team in the top 25, Arkansas. So only three SEC teams uh, were ranked. And Miami was not ranked either uh, when Florida beat them. So that's going to be Florida's problem. They really haven't beaten anybody of, of any note. Uh, now, on the men's side... Uh, much, much different uh, because the SEC uh, is loaded. And I don't know if you saw this or not. Um, Texas is going to be in our league pretty soon. Their men's basketball coach, Chris Beard, arrested on a felony domestic violence charge. Um, that 
is not ever good, obviously. Um, so, again, you never know. And did you see, by the way, go to ESPN.com, and they showed Ohio, Florida's next opponent, uh, the their game-winning shot that they got literally hung on the rim and went in, and they got a win. So good for them. Um, but I'm going to ask this question now, and I'll put it into uh, the next hour. We have certainly seen where, you know, Florida's played 10 games, six and four. Do you think Florida will make the NCAA tournament? The last bracketology I saw from Lenardi had Florida uh, not in the first four out, but in the next four out. Get your thoughts on that, too. All right, let's bring John here. Hi, John. Hey, good afternoon, Steve. Uh, I'll make this real quick. Uh, my interest in this bowl game, uh, I'm going to go all the way up to number number seven because, for me, I want I'm kind of eager to see what Jack Miller does. I mean, it doesn't mean if he goes out there and throws for 350 yards and four touchdowns that he's going to be our star next year. But I just want to see what the what he has, and uh, I hope uh, I know what uh, Billy's mo is is run run run. But I like to see hope and see be able to open up a little bit and see what he can do. Well, I do think that's going to be uh, a bit of a wild card that you normally don't have uh, because you are going to see a guy who you know, hadn't played for all intents and purposes. And as you said, if he lights it up, you know, please don't award him the Heisman Trophy. Correct. And if he doesn't light it up, you know, please don't say he sucks because it's, you know, one game. But at least you get a chance and a sample size to see him play. Correct. And on my Dolphins, I know um, you really don't want to talk about your Jets. They're still great on defense, so it could come down to those that last game of the season. Whoever gets into the playoffs, I'm I'm really not watching. I'm liking the Dolphins. I mean, their defense is pathetic to me right now, and just that that performance by Tua. I don't know what where that was like. You know, you know, three completions in the first half and 25 yards is not going to cut it and I'm just I mean I know there's other factors that go into that game I know it wasn't just because of him but I just I'm just kind of disappointed you know that five game winning streak everybody was like wow kind of like you say all of a sudden you know award him MVP well those that five game winning streak was right now against teams that are they're not going to make the playoffs so just I, I'm still kind of head scratching to see why Miami doesn't run the ball more I mean I know that they try to do those chunk plays. It just seemed like there was, to me last night, it was like sandlot ball. You know, go deep and just keep throwing it to your, your receivers. But you got to be able to do those intermediate routes to kind of, you know, keep teams honest. So what are your thoughts on, you know, not, not just the Dolphins, but your Jets yesterday? I thought the Jets played really hard. Uh, but they just don't have an offense that's anywhere close to dynamic and they just don't have a big margin of error because defensively they're terrific, but they're starting to lose players to injury too. Yeah. Uh, I think the Dolphins play Buffalo next week. Yes. Uh, I think at yeah, Buffalo and, and too. Buffalo. Yeah. Yep. Um, and the, the Jets uh, have Detroit, which is going to be a really interesting game. Hey, because that's a team right there. Uh, that, that respect, I mean, they – 
You know, they have teams on the ropes. They had my Dolphins back on that five-game win on the ropes. They had the Bills on the ropes Thanksgiving Day. But, yeah, just, I don't know. There's no easy task, you know. You don't have Texas, the Texans. But, again, they were beating Dallas yesterday. So, you never know what's going on in the NFL. I mean, some teams just, you know, I'm, I'm impressed with 49ers, even though that their quarterback got banged up yesterday. What's it going to be called with their defense is, is lights out. Hey, Steve, uh, great show as always, and uh, thanks for taking my call. All right, Talk John. To you later. Yep, thank you. Yeah, next week in the NFL, some really meaningful games. The Giants play Washington. That's got direct playoff implication. Um, I mentioned, you know, for the for Detroit is in the hunt, believe it or not. That's a big game for them and a big game for the Jets, too. Um, and then if, if Jacksonville has any hope, they got to try to beat Dallas at home. So, yeah, there's some – Pretty darn good games coming up. Hey, D, what's up? Hey, what's up, Steve? Uh, I heard you talking about Brady earlier. I Dick thought I'd chime in. I'm not a, I'm not a Tampa Bay fan, but you know, uh, I, I think you know, Steve. All of this you can probably surface back to the off season, man. Uh, obviously, Brady's personal issues. Uh, you know, him skipping that 11 day camp, uh, 11 days. Then you had, um, you know, Arians suddenly dismissed for whatever reason. Then you have the injuries. Uh, you know, I think Jensen's down the center. Uh, Worse is down the left tackle. Uh, you know, his security blanket, Gronk, is not there. Uh, you know, Julio Jones is almost done. So he he just doesn't have everything around him that he had a couple years ago. And I got to tell you also, Steve, I think they miss, they miss Bruce Arians a lot, man. I just think Bruce Arians was the kind of coach that uh, instilled fear. Um, I, I, know, I think they respect Todd Bowles. But I don't think they fear Tobles because I think he's kind of like the substitute teacher. And I think that's the same thing that's going on with the Saints. I mean, Dennis Allen's a hell of a defensive coordinator, but he's not a head coach. So I think you combine all that stuff together, man. I think that's why Tampa Bay is, you know, in the position they're in. <laughs> well, I, there's, there's, I watched the, a lot of the uh, Bucks game until I got out of hand. It was 35 to nothing and I turned it off. Um, but – Brady, to my eyes, looks a step slow. Um, you know, maybe Father Time is finally, you know, catching up to him. But they don't run the ball at all. Um, and that, I don't care who the quarterback is, you kind of need, you know, that help a little bit. I mean, they average 17 points a game. That's, that's all over the course of the season. So, you know, and they have, they've had some injuries, especially on defense. So throw that all into the mix, and you kind of get what you get. Luckily, they're playing in a bad division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's going to be the saving grace for them. So, uh, yeah, it's just going to be interesting to see how it – because I know people still think they could turn it on uh, come playoff time, but I don't know, Steve, man. When you, you've already seen when we're in week 13 now, you get a 13-week sample size. You pretty much are what you are. And they are—they're not getting anyone back that's coming to save them. So, um, yeah, it's just going to take a miracle for them to do anything come playoff time. Okay, appreciate it. Thank you, D. Um, okay, I'll get Ci here, and then we'll be a little late, you know, going past the break. Okay, uh, Cornelius Ringham joins us now, uh, and obviously a happy dude after winning the state one R football championship in convincing fashion in Tallahassee. Over the weekend, see, I thought about you, man. I was happy for you, and I'm glad you can come on here. You've had a little time to 
soak everything in now and you know grasp all this tell me tell me your thoughts it's 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 an amazing feeling um of course you know everyone around here is is excited um you know the first one in school history so this one means a lot definitely means a lot to this to this program and this community uh when we talked last week you seemed very confident and you really did a great job in, in winning this game. What were some of the keys to winning that game? Um, you know, tackling their, their running back and, um, you know, being disciplined. We knew we figured we could run the football. We knew CJ would be limited. Uh, but again, we, we were confident. Um, if, when I just think about how these kids, you know, give up their lunch schedule, their lunchtime, they'll come down to the gym with me. We'll have a 30-minute walkthrough. That 30-minute walkthrough will consist of all of the opposing teams' plays, offense and defense, and then we'll have a quick film study once school is out. Then we'll go out on the practice field and work those things. Then we'll do it on Tuesday. Then we'll do it on Wednesday. Then we'll do it on Thursday. Then we'll do it on Friday. Before pregame meal, we'll do it uh, right before we load the bus to go to the field. So these kids have, have seen these plays over and over, and that's outside of them going home and watching film where we also can check their huddle time and we can see how much film they're watching. So our kids have been prepared all year. We're yeah. not surprised. We were confident in C.J. being a young quarterback. We were confident in playing three running backs, which end up helping us in the biggest game of all of ours all of our careers, you know, which was the the state championship game because the running backs went to a wildcat and ran the football, you know. So so having three running backs and a lot of people, oh man, you can't play with three running backs, and they end up having us in the biggest game of, of our lives, man. So I'm proud of this group. Amazing. I can talk about it on and on, uh, Steve. I promise you. Amazing how that works. And you know what? Yeah. <laughs> Checking that huddle time sure does help too, doesn't it? Because <laughs> yeah. you know, no, yeah. right? No. Yeah, it helps. It helps. Uh, and, and, and the guys, you know, they took it upon themselves to, to put in extra time um, um, when they, whenever they got home. And um, I just want to share one last thing. Sure. And I know you probably have more questions, but, but I have to put it out there because I am Hawthorne. And to see these kids win a state championship, and just accomplish what they've been able to accomplish over the last three, four years is amazing, Steve. We have by far the worst facilities in the state of Florida. I don't have one new helmet. I have old shoulder pads. My guys don't complain about nothing. So it has to be more support, not only from people around here it can be anyone but but definitely home it has to be more support because i know teams steve i know programs steve who go zero and ten every year and get brand new uniforms brand new helmets brand new equipment they take care of their coaches they make sure uh all the coaches are paid they make sure the coaches are taken care of during the summer and it's so much stuff that 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 goes missing here, and, and maybe it's because I'm from here, and they kind of oh, it's CI, oh, 
but but we have a special group of kids. But not only that, I have a special group of coaches around me as well. So so we do a lot of things and don't complain. We do a lot of things and don't talk about it. But it's time for a change. And, and, and we're doing our part. I promise you we're doing our part. As you can see, kids are going to school. Kids aren't getting in crazy trouble. We're winning state championships. We're competing for a state championship every year. And there's a lot of things that, that kind of go unseen, uh, uh, unheard, when people know about them. If you walk through our facilities, you wouldn't even believe it. You wouldn't even believe it. Hmm. And, and our kids have, have never complained. Um, and I'm sorry I even went this angle. No. But it has to be put out there. I promise you it has to be put out there. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because, I mean, that is – part of it i mean we all know what the stipend is right so yeah we, we all yeah. know what that is right i mean come on yeah i mean i i, I did it in baseball i mean i think it's yeah. the same now as when i coached high school baseball for crying yeah, out loud so absolutely yeah i i get it yeah. um how do you transition now to basketball oh uh, it's easy my girls are on the sideline um during all of our games so it's certain things i could i could say to them about you know, a previous game or certain things I can say say to them that I watched uh, when I was going out for football practice and they'll be in the gym shooting around. So it's a smooth transition, man. We we don't put any added pressure on ourselves. This is what I signed up for. So it's, it's actually easy. You know, I have the girls' attention at all times. They listen. We have a, a, a really good group um, that's, that's here right now that can do something special this year. So – um, it's a smooth transition for me, um, as you know, same for my brother once he get out there with, with boys basketball. Um, l- let me go back to what you were talking about, CI, and don't, I mean, you, you have a right to express f- frustration or whatever that is, you know, when it comes mm-hmm. to the facilities and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What will it take? I mean, is this something, in, in your view, is this something the community has to help with? Alachua County's got to help with. How do you both. view that? Yep, I, I, I view that. I view that with with both. And 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 don't get me wrong. You know, our community they're trying, but they can do more. That's number one. And and a lot of times people think, oh well, you know, I came to the game and I paid those six or eight dollars. Um, that supports the program. Steve helmets, brand new helmets cost eight hundred to a thousand dollars a piece. Jeez. A piece. I'm I'm just talking helmets. Right. So 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 we have to find the right way. And again, it's it is it's it falls it falls back on, on everyone. Um I mean of course I wish I could snap my finger and we can have a brand new school. I know it doesn't work that simple. But but a lot of the things that we've been turned in for, we can't do anything about, right? We have one of the oldest stadiums in the state of Florida. So the locker room is not even a locker room. It's a room with no ventilation, might be one or two wooden benches in there. And then other teams can play, and I'm like, Yo, if, if if I could change it, I would. You know, <laughs> right. This is what we're we're given, and this is what we have to work with. Trust me, 
for what we've been able to do over the last couple of years, you think I want the opposing team to come into our stadium and say, this is where they play? Yeah. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Our practice field, I've never had a full contact practice well, as far as live here, where we're taking guys to the ground because it feels like asphalt underneath our practice field. I teach you now, you can ask any player who has played for me. There's never been a live practice where we really take each other to the ground because that's how bad and how hard our practice field is. Hmm. But again, our guys don't complain. You won't be able to tell that on Friday night because I have some tackling machines. <laughs> And we fly around and we have fun. So we, we use all those different things as, as motivation. Um, and, and I know it can get better. And it will. It will. All right, my friend. Congratulations. I hope it does get better. Let's stay in touch. Good luck in the basketball season. But uh, way to go. Uh, proud of you yep, and the community. It's great for Hawthorne. Yep. So way to go. And, and kudos you. to the kids, too. Yep, absolutely. Thanks all right, for see, uh, you. Yep, you got all it. All right. Cornelius Ingram, how about that? I mean, it, that's reality. Uh, hour two of Sports Scene coming up. Stay with us, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Don't let talk of higher prices and higher interest rates put a damper on your holiday. At International Diamond Center, we've got the price relief you deserve and 0% interest financing for five whole years. That's right. Now through December 12th, you can spread your payments over five years with zero finance charges. It's our gift to you so you can make the most of this special time this year. How about a $5,000 pair of diamond stud earrings for just $85 a month? You can even finance the sales tax. Or you can take advantage of special discounts on cases of diamond and gold fashion jewelry. 20% instant savings. Or for the ultimate in value, check out owner Keith LeClaire's signature special. Exquisite jewelry marked down an amazing 40%. Rings, earrings, bands, and bracelets. Make it a Christmas to remember with something special, something timeless, and something meaningful from International Diamond Center. Get instant savings or five years zero interest financing now through December 12th. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. There's nothing like living in gator country, especially during football season. Just ask Chuck Bush at Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission, keeping the Gator Nation on the road since 1954. And for the Gator Away games, why not grab your crew and head out in a Cruise America RV rental? Also available at Bush Auto Repair. You'll love all the creature comforts at fantastic pricing. Trust Chuck Bush Auto Repair when you're in the swamp or heading out of town. Visit online at ChuckBushAutoRepair.com. Go Gators! The holidays are a great time to be reunited with friends and family. But as you travel this holiday season, be sure your car is road ready. Tires are your car's first defense on the road. Checking your tire pressure before your trip can help ensure you get to your destination safely. With proper care and maintenance, they'll keep you safely motoring along Florida's highways. For more holiday travel tips, visit FLHSMV.gov. Remember, safety is always in season. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene. For this Monday, Elliot produces the program. Some of the things we talked about today, 
uh, on a scale one to ten, one being awful, or one being you're not going to watch it all, ten being I can't wait to watch this bowl game. Uh, where are you in terms of you know your interest in the bowl game? We'll take your phone calls, 392-8255. The email is srussell at wruf.com. Bill, talk to us first. Hi, Bill. Hi, Steve. Uh, this is Bill Colleen. I just listened to uh, to Cornelius talk about the situation at Hawthorne, and I would like to have talked to him and find out how much he needed for things like football helmets and so on and so forth. So if you want, I can give my number off the air to your producer, and uh, he can get a hold of me. Okay. Um, can Do I have to put him on hold here, or can you do that? Okay. All right. Okay. He's got it. All right. We have the. We have the. Yeah. I mean, he. I, I was very uh, surprised with that, um, but I've known CI, you know, forever, and I've coached too at the high school level, and I know, you know, what some of the facilities are or aren't here, uh, and Alachua County's always had trouble keeping teachers and keeping coaches at times because of the salary here, which is not yeah, it's awful. great compared to, you know, other places. Um, so I totally get, you know, some of this frustration. No, so do I. And not only that, but they're lucky they still have a high school over there. They tried to close them down a few years ago, and it came very close to doing it. Yep. And, you know, again, a small place like that, you know, I come from a one high school town. I know the pride that the community has, you know, in those kinds of places. Um, so, you know, luckily it's worked out, but you just don't know. Well, maybe a few people can help out now that they know the story. Yep, we'll see. Okay, thank you, Steve. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate the call. Uh, Bruce says he'll 100% be watching the Gator game. Last time we got to see the Gators play until next September. I'll be pulling hard for them and get bent out of shape if they lose. Of course, the game matters. It's a game. Secondly, they'll be playing for a bowl title tony says how many trophies heisman trophies can jack miller win six or seven yeah uh depending on how well he does the other day or uh, i'm on saturday tommy says prayers to the leach family yes shout out to florida women's basketball they may not win a major championship but they gave us an exciting win over one of our state rivals yesterday yep in beating miami on the road uh that's always good when you can win a game like that, always good to beat a rival. And they came back to do it and did it in overtime fashion as well. So, yeah, that's good. Uh, all right, get a couple of more. Oh, and uh, as you call in today, we'll do this again tomorrow too. Uh, let me just remind you, tomorrow inside the huddle, we'll have our normal sports scene. And then Wednesday, We'll have sports scene, and that'll do it for the week. Monday, we'll come back with a sports scene to get your thoughts on the bowl game, and that'll be it for the holiday. We will have a post-game show after uh, the football game. The Extra Point post-game show will air as normal uh, about 45 minutes to an hour after the game on Saturday to get your thoughts there. So uh, we will definitely have that for you. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Harold emails and he says, uh, Steve, why do you think it is that you don't get a lot of NFL talk? Well, we're in a college town. And I, I, unless 
unless you come from Jacksonville, unless you come from Tampa or Miami, you know, in Gainesville, eh, you know, that, that I mean, it, it's, it's, it's Gators here. I mean, it's like in Tallahassee. I mean, I don't know how many f- fans there are NFL fans because they're even further away than here. So I think that that's part of the reason. It, it's always been a little odd to me, though, uh, if you listen a lot, that there isn't a little more talk about it. But, you know, you take what you can get and you go from there. Uh, all right, Paul with an email. He said, Steve, I don't think the Gators make uh, the NCAA tournament in basketball. Just think the SEC is too strong this year. It, it may take uh, Coach some time to build up the inventory. Wouldn't that be something? I mean, there's a lot of sports here that are in great shape. Softball, baseball, track, right? A lot of them. Tennis, both tennis teams do well. But I don't know that there's a school that has every sport do well. I mean, there's always going to be, look at South Carolina. Women's basketball, number one in the country. Men's basketball, eh, not so much. So, And in baseball, a decade ago, they were on you know top of the planet. Now, they're not. It, it illustrates my point. No one stays on top forever. What what the the mark is of a program is how long it's down. One fifteen time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, ninety eight one FM, eight fifty AM, WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This afternoon, I'm going to head over and see the Cousins family at Southeast Car Agency. Not because I need a new vehicle, I don't. I'm already driving one from Southeast Car Agency, but I'm going to stop by and say hello and just for my own purpose just check out the vehicles they have in stock there you can do that whenever you want you can go to secars.com and you can check them out but i like seeing them in person i like being able to test drive a vehicle i'm interested in purchasing and their sales staff is there to help you do just that and remember they work like crazy to get the widest selection of inventory so you can have the widest choice of a vehicle to purchase Car, truck, SUV, foreign, domestic, whatever, they're there. And, again, you can check them out either in person or online. And they've been doing this, the Cousins family has, for over 40 years. That tells you about their longevity, and it tells you about service to their customers. When you go see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. People here are raving about QC Kinetics and how regenerative medicine has changed their life. People like Helen, an avid mountain climber who got sidelined when an accident left her knees in constant pain. I was not 
not able to train or do really anything on my knee. Helen was told surgery would be her only option, but then she found QC Kinetics and was treated with natural biologics designed to repair and restore tissue in her knees. Three months later, she was climbing the highest mountain in North America. I got a very quick resolution to my pain. I began treatment in March and I summited Denali June the 7th. It was super successful and I recommend everyone seek out QC Kinetics as an alternative to surgery. Get your life back with lasting results. No surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Call QC Kinetics today. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. The holidays are here, and Miapa has your meal ready. Order a holiday dinner from Miapa for your family gathering, holiday party, or if you're just tired from decking the halls and shopping the malls. Miapa's got your entire meal covered, from the roasted turkey or pernil ham to your favorite Miapa sides like rice and beans, Cuban bread, and, of course, sweet plantains, all starting at $89. With Miapa's holiday meal, you'll be more stuffed than a stocking hung with care. Don't let cooking get in the way of a great meal. Get your holiday dinner at miapalatincafe.com today. A gift made of chocolate. Who wouldn't want to receive that? Thornbrook Chocolates has delectable treats and gift baskets just in time for the holiday season. Thornbrook Chocolates, unique gifts and handmade confections in the Thornbrook Village on Northwest 43rd Street. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public, so we decided to sing about it. Get strong for your South Pole. Charmin keeps your undies wider than the North Pole. A shiny, hiney, a brand new year. Charmin Ultra Strong just cleans better. Enjoy the go with Charmin. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Back to sports scene, 392 8255. Andrew, hello. Yes, Steve. Uh, of course, I was away this morning and uh, got uh, word of Coach uh, uh, Leach's plight vis a vis your show, so I appreciate keep you keeping us up on that. And I certainly send my, my, my sentiments to his family. And you know, I just think I think you guys are witty, intelligent. Uh, good for the league kind of coach, and uh, good good to have him, and I hope he's able to continue and recover. Um, second to that, the last Gator basketball game versus, uh, who was it? UConn. Uh, UConn. Yeah, I didn't expect us to win, but I did expect maybe maybe a little more on the offensive end because we see we only scored 54 points. To answer your question right now about will we or can we, or I don't know how you phrased it, but the uh, prowess of being in the uh, playoff NCAA, uh, I don't think so, Steve. I can I, I, I never. I wouldn't put money on it. I wouldn't go there right now because they're going to face some really after this Ohio and Oklahoma tune up you know we got auburn texas a&m 
and uh, just the first three, Georgia. Well, that that's a different story. Georgia and um, um, who's the other one? Um, Vanderbilt look like you know favorable matchups for us, but the league is just tough. Um, it's going to be hard, and and I don't know if we're we're any better than fifty fifty in the conference, uh, Steve. All right, fair enough, Andrew. Yes, sir. Thank you Thank for you. your call. Yep. Bring Tony in. Hi, Tony. Hey, hey Steve. Good afternoon. Uh, yeah, uh, talk about my interest in the game. Uh, I'm at about a, a six or seven, but to be honest with you, I would have been even higher than that after watching the uh, the Gator Bowl preview yesterday on on TV. Uh, I was kind of a little disappointed because uh, uh, Coach Napier didn't talk very much about the game. Uh, there was a lot of th- lot of the conversation about other things, but. Uh, the game wasn't mentioned that much, just a little bit. So I was a little disappointed in that. I don't know if you got a chance to watch it or not. I did not. Um, that to be, and again, without I'm doing this without knowing what was said or how it was presented, okay? Yeah. yeah. But I think it does uh, allude to the fact that, I mean, look, take nothing away from Oregon State. I mean, think about how they feel, Okay. Florida is six and six going to this thing. They're nine and three, and they're going to the Las Vegas Bowl. So, you know, where's the now? Their motivation is a ten win season. They haven't had that for a while. But you're not going to get a lot of X and O's here. I mean, if you if you heard Billy Napier the other day in his press conference, now he's going to speak tomorrow, I think. But there, I mean, he mentioned it a little bit, but it was more about. You know, Kitna, it was his situation. It was more about, you know, who was opting out. There just isn't a lot of X and O to this game because of it's the Las Vegas Bowl. I mean, no disrespect meant. Yeah, uh, yeah. The thing he did mention was that uh, 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 Jack Miller was chomping at the bit uh, to get a chance to play. Sure. He said he's totally, to- totally, healed. he's totally healthy now. He's healed up very well. And he's been looking for forward to playing uh, playing at all, especially in, in a game like this. So anyway, the, he did mention that. So that was a little bit of positive, but uh, that was about it. But one more thing, I wanted to ask: uh, uh, Do you know what the uh, the early signing date is for recruiting? Yes, but I'll, before I say it, I'll double check to make sure I'm right. It's it's this month. I think it's the 18th or the 21st. One of those two. I'll double check. Okay, it's right right after the bowl game. Yes. Obviously. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just, uh, I'll be listening on the air. If you can please just let us know. Sure. I appreciate it. Okay, thank, Tony. Thank, thank you. Steve. Yep. Uh, John, welcome. Hi, Steve. How are you doing today? Good. I reside in uh, the Dominican Republic part of the year, and their rabid Major League Baseball fans down there. Last Monday, Major League Baseball Players Association opened up their first office outside of the United States in Santo Domingo. And in the opening, the president of the country down there reminded Major League Baseball that uh, many of the uh, MVPs uh, are Dominican. There's over 100 Dominicans that play in MLB, as well as there's over 1,000 who are in the uh, farm clubs. And his statement was, we look forward to Major League Baseball uh, locating a team in the country uh, shortly. Uh, what's your opinion on 
expansion of MLB or teams that may opt out. One of the points that the president uh, pointed out, he said, we're only three and a half hours from New York City, so East Coast teams are closer to the Dominican Republic than they are to the West Coast when they travel. Any thoughts and feelings on uh, expansion internationally? I have heard nothing when it comes to expansion internationally. Uh, I've heard some talk of expansion. Um, If, for example, Oakland doesn't get a new stadium, I think they're done. Situation in Tampa, I I think, you know, certainly deserves to be monitored. But I've not heard. And then Montreal wants another shot at getting a team. So I think there's other places that would go before any team would be in the Dominican, in my opinion. Okay. Well, good. Well, they love baseball down there. Yep, uh, a they lot do. More than a, a lot of the, a lot of these areas. I mean, I could see Tampa Bay relocating down there in a heartbeat. Well, I mean, again, you you got a situation where a fan base they love baseball, but we don't really know. I mean, look, all these cities that get teams. Right? What's the thought process? Oh, they love baseball. They're going to go watch their team. Well, it doesn't always work that way for whatever the reason. So it's no slam dunk. It would work there. Oh, exactly. Understood. Okay, okay thanks. Thank you, John. Appreciate the call. Uh, December 21st is the date. So I was, I said, I think the 21st, the 18th is 21st. Uh, so that's the date. Uh, all right. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. A great question here from Paul. Um, He says, uh, if you look at the SEC next year, he goes, yeah, I know. Um, But he said, which teams will have different quarterbacks next year? Okay. Um, I'm going to need some help here. Because, first of all, the transfer portal is still active. Georgia, for sure, because Stetson Bennett is now, you know, 38 years old, so he won't be around anymore. Hendon Hooker will be gone. So Tennessee, Florida, because Anthony Richardson is gone. Uh, Bryce Young has not said he was leaving, but, I mean, if I were a betting man, I would say he would not return. So Alabama. Uh, I think Jaden Daniels is going to return to LSU. Uh, Mississippi State's guy returns. Ole Miss Jackson Dart returns. Uh, I think Missouri's guy will probably return. Carolina, you would think Rattler would come back. Uh, Top of my head here, who am I missing? Auburn should come back. Uh, Kentucky will have a different quarterback because Will Levis is going to the NFL. So, you know, five or six will have different dudes for sure. 128, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This holiday season, it's more important than ever to make sure you make your money go farther. And while interest rates are on the rise everywhere else, at International Diamond Center, we're lowering rates all the way down to 0%. 
That's right. Now through December 12th, International Diamond Center is offering 0% financing for five years. This is in addition to IDC's amazing unbeatable value prices, so you can make their Christmas dreams come true. How about an $8,000 diamond tennis bracelet for just $133 a month? Or check out a special collection of affordable and timeless classics like diamond studs, gold fashion and diamond fashion jewelry with instant savings of 20% and some hand-picked specials even marked down to 40%. Don't let anything keep you from getting that headliner gift this year. International Diamond Center has the price relief and the interest rate relief you deserve. Merry Christmas from International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. There's a feeling of pride and excellence that comes with living in Gator Country. Just ask Chuck Bush at Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. A safe running vehicle needs regular upkeep, so Bush Auto Repair specializes in same-day maintenance. And when she's not running, an ASE tech and computer diagnostic will identify the problem and fix it right the first time. Straight talk and excellent service you'd expect in the swamp. Read their reviews. Keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. Yeah, remember when all phones sounded like that? Hey, it's Brian Mudd, and I sure do. But you've got to go with the times, so go with Affinity Cellular. Affinity is offering three months free service and a free flip or smartphone with a 30-day guarantee. Happy with your current phone? That works, too. Get unlimited talk and text for as little as $15 a month. Get started right now at Affinity, with an A, Cellular.com. Affinity Cellular, everything you need and nothing you don't. Join us at Odyssey as we do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. This holiday season, invest in some LED Christmas lights. They use significantly less energy than regular bulbs. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? Gain presents a tale of longing and long-lasting scent. Dear love of my life, we were on the 12B bus when I caught a whiff. A scent so fresh, so life-changing, I had to find its source. I didn't know if you were the woman in the pink freshly washed cardigan or the retired mailman next to me, but I knew one of you was my soulmate. Ah, the scent of Gain Flings. Add Gain Scent Beads for an even longer-lasting scent. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. After starting our day in the 50s in most areas, we'll see highs today climb into the lower 70s, similar to what we saw yesterday, but I do think we'll have a little bit more sunshine to enjoy. Partly cloudy skies are expected. Tonight, lows fall again into the middle 50s with partly to mostly cloudy skies. Patchy fog develops after midnight. We'll see dry conditions stick around through your Tuesday. Rain chances return with our next cold front by Wednesday and Thursday. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. And here's his head coach, Sean McVay, after the game. I'm still kind of like, what the hell's going on right now? Yeah, I think we all thought that. Baker didn't do much the first three and a half quarters, and the Raiders let them hang in there. And the Raiders were the Raiders once again. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes, and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. 
A couple of people have asked uh, via email, will there be an Inside the Huddle tomorrow? Yes. Uh, Coach Burrier, Shane, yours truly here at 11. We'll do sports scene at 12. Wednesday, uh, we will do a show, and then we will end the week. Uh, we'll have a show on Monday, and then we will say uh, goodbye for the holidays. Uh, to the phones, Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve, season's greetings. Mm-hmm. Hey, Steve, I uh, thought I'd throw you a bone on your Jets there, but I want to say something about Mike Leach real quick. Um, we, it's well known, the guy's a genius on the field, but I wanted to say for people who don't know, he's got a law degree from Pepperdine, and a lot of people make fun of his oddities and all that jazz. But, you know, not there's some smart guys out there coaching football, but let's face it, a lot of them are glorified PE teacher meatheads. And Mike Leach is a, an intellect and probably is qualified to be the coach at Harvard or Yale. And that's one other side to Mike Leach that people might not be aware of. Okay. Just uh, be a huge, huge loss for the college football community. Um, what a guy. Hope, hope, he, hope he pulls out. Hope he gets some great medical treatment, which I'm sure he is. He'll give him three months in the keys. Maybe that'll cure him. But uh, hoping for the best there. Yeah, he's in critical condition, the, so you hope yeah, you I know, know, something yeah, I know. happens here. Yeah. Hey, one thing on the Jets here, Steve, AFC East overall, I listen to QAM Dolphins talk a lot. But um, first off, what's your best guess? Too early to tell, I'm sure, on what the Jets are going to do with Zach Wilson. Uh, This is what I think is going to happen. Uh, I think they would like to, for lack of a better term, rehabilitate him in some fashion. Um, I don't think they're willing as an organization to move on from a guy that they just drafted unless they just feel the situation is untenable. I don't think it is that, but they're going to have to get some help for him uh, at the receiver position. they got a young kid who's having a nice year, but they need more help there. Um, but I think that's the plan. They'd like to rehabilitate him, but don't know if they can. That'd be a huge uh, contract for another team to have to swallow, right? The Jets probably have to eat a bunch of money. No idea what the contract is. Yeah. I mean, and you think about uh, Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. We've seen some high-profile busts pretty recently here. I mean, Baker Mayfield, Browns to Panthers to Team 3 or 4. Yeah, but that's not unusual. I mean, not everybody who gets drafted, especially a first-round guy, works out. I mean, go back. history shows that. Hey, last thing for you, Steve. Maybe I had bad timing, but I've been trying to listen to the fan a little bit. I'm sure you probably do here and there. How come every time I turn on the fan, Steve, they're talking about the Yankees? I mean, the NFL is the biggest sport in the world, but every time I turn on the fan, they're talking about some Yankees guy's contract. Because the Yankees in New York rule the roost. Over the Jets, over the Giants. I'm a New York fan. Uh, Pardon me? Well, I mean, you you being a Jets fan, I just find it odd that the biggest sports show in the biggest city in America doesn't talk NFL much. I don't listen every day, so I, I can't comment on that. I can tell you the Yankees are the biggest sports draw in that city. In New York. Therefore, yeah, they talk about it the most because they are the most popular. Yeah, but Major League Baseball, Steve, as you well know, is a niche sport now. Hang in there. Mike, thank you. Maybe don't understand what I'm trying to say. I'll say it again. I don't care if it's a niche sport or not. In New York City, the New York Yankees are team one. It gets talked about in the off season, during the season. They dissect every single game they play. You think it's bad here when you know a fan dissects a basketball game? There's 162 games, and they dissect them all. And you have to cater to your audience. Imagine if I didn't talk cater football, right? 
I mean, it had to be, come on. So I, I, I understand where the audience is. So does the fan. And I don't think that they preclude anybody from calling about the Jets or the Giants or whatever, but it's just, that's just how that is. Uh, Richard says, if the Rays are financially shaky, if the Marlins are also shaky, uh, they should each have a dozen or two games in Orlando. Why? I mean, I don't know. I mean, then you really alienate your home fan base. He said, MLB isn't going to see the enormous Florida audience by moving out of our state, be it to the Dominican or Montreal. Well, yeah, they will. If those teams don't draw, they'll move. And I got to tell you that so far I've been wrong because I thought both teams would be out of the state of Florida by the middle of, the, of this decade. Because the Marlins have been bad and the Rays are good but don't draw anybody. So what do you do if you're baseball, right? We all know what Florida does in spring training. That's great, but when you have a pro franchise here, the idea is to put fannies in the seats. Uh, let's see here. Ronnie says, does the county have the half-cent tax in place for school construction? There is. I mean, Alachua County has built new schools. Um, in Escambia County, he says, they added buildings, total renovations, built entirely new schools, provides the county like $25 million per year for this purpose. All schools need such funding, but no school should be in uh, the shape that Hawthorne is in. My last time coaching high school sports was a long time ago. And I can tell you that even then, I would try to have our booster club raise money because we didn't have enough money for some things. When I was coaching at Eastside in baseball, okay, there was a, I'm not sure they still do it, but there was a place here you could purchase candy. And we purchased it and then resold it and made enough money, the kids did, where they could buy jackets. We didn't have jackets for baseball. We had one uniform. And then, again, by fundraising, we got a second top later on. So that's just, you know, how it is. And look at Citizens Field. That thing's been there forever. Some believe it's time to have that renovated. I don't know the inner workings of that place. I don't know, you know, how much money would have to be sunk into it to do it. But it takes money. So, and, and think about it. That's just, the, that's just Eastside, Gainesville, Buholtz that use that. PK has its own place. Hawthorne has its own place. Newberry has its own place in, in the county. Santa Fe has its own place in the county. Well, they 
They have money too. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. I got a great email from Harry. He says, Steve, I'm listening, and nobody but a couple of callers seem to want to make a statement about Gator basketball, about whether they would make the tournament or not. His basic premise is in a long email that they don't want to get off in the bad, on a bad foot. In other words, don't come out now 10 games into the season and say, well, we're not going to make the playoffs. Or the playoffs, the uh, tournament. Uh, I mean, is it too early to tell? Yes. But our, I'm telling you, the league, pretty good. Look at Alabama just to just beat Houston. Good league. Uh, Bill, it's a great email he's got here. He says, if Jack Miller uh, lights it up and does well, would he be the presumed quarterback room leader going into spring? No. Here's why. I guess it depends on your definition of leader. He, he went to Ohio State, so obviously that's a school that saw talent in the young man. Okay? But I'm going back to this. I'm going back to Anthony Richardson. I'm a history guy. You learn from mistakes in history. When Anthony showed his flashes... Send Emory Jones packing. Get him the heck out of here. Okay? We don't need him here. Okay? Because Anthony Richardson is going to win the Heisman. What happened? So if you base what is going to happen on one, uh, you know, outing, whether it be good or bad, you know, so I don't know. I would say no. I would say now, somebody's got to take the first snap, right? And if you're transferring in, if that happens, d- doesn't the guy that's been here sort of get the first snap because he's been here? But other than that, I don't know that much changes. All right, we got one more segment left. Uh I'm still trying to think. Did I hit all the SEC schools as far as the quarterbacks? Mississippi State returns. Ole Miss returns. LSU. Daniels, yep. Uh, The West schools. Alabama. I mean, you'd think Bryce Young would go. I think Auburn's dude returns. Uh, And then in the East. Mostly it's the East, right? Because Levis leaves. Bennett leaves. Hooker leaves. Richardson leaves. That's so mostly, and if Bryce Young leaves, that would be, you know, Alabama too. Um, so there you go. Uh, Keith in Charlotte says, I'm a Gator grad who lived in New York for 25 years. It was the coverage on the fan that led me to WRUF. I couldn't take all the Yankee talk, no matter what else was going on in the sports world. Hello. Thank you, Keith. You make my point. So my search for a better option led me to your show and a show with Adam and Jeff, thank goodness. Well, thank you for that. My interest in the bowl is only in seeing another new Gator quarterback. I seem to be in the same position every single year, not knowing what we have at the quarterback position. Yeah, Keith, that, and that's why I kind of said what I said. 
if you're an outsider, uh, but you live in New York, the Yankees, that's just, that's just I mean, it's, the Mets had a nice year this year, and the Giants and the Jets in the same year are both at least in the playoff hunt, which is great. But I promise you, if Aaron Judge didn't re-sign with the Yankees, that would be topic 1A, 1B, and 1C in New York. 145, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Final segment coming up. Still time for you to call up or email us, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The cooler weather couldn't have come at a better time because now's the time for the Polaris of Gainesville Inventory Clearance Sale where you can save hundreds, even thousands on tracker boats and Polaris off-road vehicles. Enjoy the great outdoors with family and friends in the cool fall air. It's hunting season. So save on the off-road vehicle you need. And for bass fishermen, the fall spawn is happening right now. And those bass just love being hooked by tracker brand boaters. At Polaris of Gainesville, the 2023s are here and the 2022s must go now take advantage of interest rates as low as 4.99 percent and rebates up to six thousand dollars enjoy free extended factory warranties on select polaris models and payments under 99 dollars per month on youth models now's the time polaris of gainesville is the place for the end of season inventory clearance sale us 441 between gainesville and alachua online at polaris of rebates and incentives on specific models see polaris of gainesville for details interest in rates determined by lender with approved credit Hey, it's Steve Russell to tell you the famous Mushroom Swiss Burgers back at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries for the holidays. It is delicious. Had some fresh hot fries, a delicious milkshake. You've got a meal. Other great menu options, too. Everything's fresh. Just come drive through Monday through Sunday, eat on the patio, or order ahead for pickup at DickMondell's.com. And don't forget Dick Mondell's gift cards for family and friends, the perfect gift for everybody on your list. Dick Mondell's, Southwest 4th Avenue and 5th Street. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. And now a message from Puffs Plus Lotion Tissues. Ordinary tissues can leave you with a red nose. So choose Puffs Plus Lotion for all of your blows. Puffs have lotion to soothe sensitive skin so you can wipe without wincing. It's a win-win. Puffs have cushiony thickness, which brings relief too. So the days of sore red noses are gone and through. When you're after soothing softness, a nose in need deserves Puffs indeed. The future is now. Pulls out. Gators say they have it. Oh, and it is Florida football. The Gators battle Oregon State in the Las Vegas Bowl on Saturday, December 17th. is set for 2.30 Eastern, 1.30 Central with pregame coverage beginning at 11.30 Eastern, 10.30 Central right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM 8.50 AM WRUF Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. Tomorrow just for fun 
holiday season, all that. What is your tomorrow, not today, but I'll remind you tomorrow. What is your favorite Christmas song? And I want to lean towards, uh, you know, sort of rock and roll songs, not, you know, White Christmas. Although there have been versions of White Christmas done by different people. Um, just curious. Um, there's, I've always, I'll give you mine, Can they, but I'll tell you a quick story before I do. I'm going to kill time here because we don't have anybody calling or emailing, so I'll kill time. Yeah, when you're a kid, I'm sure my kids did this to me too growing up. My mom would say to me, listen to this person, listen to this person. And, you know, man, I, I'm playing Led Zeppelin. I'm playing the – I ain't listening to Frank Sinatra. She said, listen to him. That seemed to me as square or whatever that is, I would never listen to him. And then I started doing an oldie show. And I got a request, you know, for Frank Sinatra. And I listened to him actually sing. And I was like, wow. The dude, the dude could sing his phrasing. Well, he does a version of Jingle Bells that's just cool. It just it's a little different. Um, but that's that was the first thing when I said that, that popped up in my head. One thing that's grown on me, I did not like David Bowie and Bing Crosby. That looked like oil and water, you know, doing that duet together, but that's grown on me. Because, again, whether, I mean, I, I don't remember Bing Crosby, so I'm not that old, but, I mean, you get my point. He sold a boatload of records in his time, right? And David Bowie, obviously, at the time, really popular. So anyway, tomorrow when you call in, just give us your your favorite sort of rock-leaning uh, Christmas tune. Uh, you know, Brenda Lee falls in there. The Eagles fall in there. Uh, Jose Feliciano may fall in there, you know, with Feliz Navidad. Uh, so you can let us know. Uh, all right, I do have a couple of emails, and then we'll call it a day today. This is interesting. Rick uh, has, a, has an interesting question here. He says, uh, what do you think it takes next year to get the Gator fan base off Billy Napier's back as far as wins and losses? I, I may mark this down now. Elliot, because between now and September, I wonder how many times I got asked that question. Probably be a lot. Six wins won't cut it. It won't. Okay? But I think eight, maybe nine, you know, because here's the thing that we just don't know. I don't care what team you're talking about. No one knows what that team is going to look like because of the transfer portal. That could change for Florida tomorrow, right? They get a couple of studs in the portal, and all of a sudden, oh, we're going to win the national championship now. I mean, that's just how it works. But on the surface of it, the team that I'm 
and I'm going to ask this tomorrow of you too. What is the team in the league in football that you think will make the biggest jump and the biggest decrease? Because Tennessee is the one for me that has the most intrigue. Their receivers were really good, but so was their quarterback, who arguably should have been at the Heisman ceremony. He was that good before he got hurt. Okay, But the guy there who would take his place, in theory, is Joe Milton, who can throw the ball from here to Alachua. But how accurate is he? You know, Can he do the things Hendon Hooker? He's, he's lost his starting job at two schools. Do you realize that? Milton started at Michigan, lost a starting job, went to Tennessee. He was the starter, lost a starting job to Hendon Hooker. So will they have enough, will Heupel have enough faith in him as a quarterback who's been in the system to say, you're the guy? They got a five-star kid coming in, but you're talking about like a Rashada kind of kid. So do you, you want to hand him the keys to the kingdom you know, that way? But that's one of them that I think, depending on who the quarterback is, that could really you know, make or break Tennessee. Florida may be the other one. Because what what about Alabama? When Bryce Young was hurt, look who they started. He wasn't very good throwing the football at all. So does Nick Saban say the keys to the car are yours when he's not a great thrower? I don't know. I don't know. That's... But once again, we don't know who's going to be in the portal, who's going to end up, you know, being where they are. Two last emails. We'll call it a day. Carl. uh, Steve, I don't know if you've ever said this on the air. Maybe I've missed it. Uh, How many years have you done sports scene? How long do you want to continue to do it? Oh, gosh. I can answer the first part. Uh, 2023 makes 25 years. I started when I was 18. I'm kidding. Um, but no, it'll be 25 years. I mean, it, it's, it's really amazing that this, this place is so unique. Larry Vitell, he and I went to school together. Larry started sports scene. It was a 15 minute show when it first started. And Larry and I are the only two hosts the show's ever had. And in fact, Otis Boggs, Larry Vitell, and me have been the only sports directors here since 1939. Think of that. Think of that. That's ridiculous. But... Just, you know, how special a place it is. So, yeah, 25 years next year. And how long I want to keep doing it? I don't know. I mean, it, that a lot of things go into that. Health, you know. I mean, I'm not 35 years old anymore. So, you know, retirement does, you know, get in the rearview mirror a little bit. Uh, but I'm not worried about that. 
but I am going to make it, I hope, to 25 years. Uh, that's a nice round number, but thank you for asking. Uh, and then our final email, oh my gosh, Ken answers my question. He says, Steve, I'll answer your question. The Gators don't make the NCAA tournament in either women's or men's basketball. He said, I think the women have gotten off to a good start but haven't played anybody. Uh, the men have played a couple of tough teams, not done well. I just see them both just missing the NCAA tournament. Okay. Well, obviously, the women are in much better shape. They're 10-1. and one, uh, And I don't think the new rankings have come out yet. And they just haven't <clears throat> played a difficult non-conference schedule. That's going to hurt them a little bit, I think, um, when it comes to uh, that decision-making process. Um, right. it's, a, it's funny when I just said this. I got some text from some friends. God, you're old. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Um, way it is. Uh, but it's true. Thanks to Elliot today for producing. Once again, just so you know the schedule of the remainder of time here as we get closer to the holidays, uh, tomorrow, a regular inside the huddle, Coach Spurrier, Shaner here tomorrow. We'll do it at 11 o'clock. Sports scene at noon. Then Wednesday, we will do uh, sports scene. Then the rest of the week, we will not have shows. Monday, we will do a sports scene. And then we will call it uh, for the holiday. And we will have the Extra Point postgame show uh, on Saturday after uh, the bowl game to wrap up Gator football for 2022. I must tell you, the four months from September, or three months from September to December, just fly by because of football. It just really, I mean, it wasn't that long ago we were talking about the beginning of the season, and now it just it's happened that fast. We'll do this again tomorrow. We thank you for listening. I'm Steve Russell, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. WG251CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM. In the South, it's always college football season. And the king of college football reigns supreme all year long. Southern Sports Today proudly presents the Chuck Oliver Show. It's an inside look at everything college football. Presented by Dr. Pepper and Hooters. Your home to watch all the college game day action with an ice cold Dr. Pepper. Now live from Atlanta, Georgia, it's time to talk college football with the reigning king of college football, Chuck Oliver, on Southern Sports Today. We got celebrations and serious business. Chuck Oliver Show on a Monday and the serious business part coming up in about, oh, 15 minutes or so. I don't know. I don't know if, like, we still had Thompson twins. By the way, that's Thompson twins. 
Um, and I don't know if ever in Thompson Twins, I've really been teasing a guest, but I need to today. Steve Robertson from jeanspage.com. Of course, that's covering Mississippi State. About 15 minutes from now, Steve will come on and give us the latest that can be shared regarding the, I'll say the overall status. I was going to say the health status. I think it's beyond the health status uh, of Mike Leach. Like health status, like I had health status last week. I had health status and I didn't, I wasn't here on Tuesday or Wednesday. So what was the response? Dan picked me up. So like my, that was health status because I was down a little bit. Um, with Mike Leach, it seems it's a bit more serious than that. And so this is just a big overall picture here. And if you, uh, Zach Arnett's running the program right now, and you need to know that as well. But Steve Robertson, again, Gene's Page, he will be here, and we will give you the latest that can be shared. And there's all manner of respect. There's a combination of respect and the law, which means the combination of what you should do, but what you have to do. So we will absolutely uh, color within those lines because this is a pretty serious issue. And if you don't know what we're talking about, Mike Leach, Mississippi State head coach, uh, I hope you have seen the news by now. And I guess the phrase we all use, thoughts and prayers. Yeah, sure, thoughts and prayers, a lot of them. Mississippi State head coach Mike Leach early yesterday hospitalized. Now, Mississippi State is in Starkville. And he actually was transported by ambulance um, to the University of Mississippi Medical Center in Jackson after having the issue at his home. So that's where it sits today. So Zach Barnett's in charge of the football program until Leach returns. He's 61 years old, and he's having success there. And so we will – that is the serious – I said celebrations and serious stuff. Well, we got the serious stuff, I mean, for certain there. Uh, but we also had the celebration. If you saw over the weekend that a lot of awards being handed out, and Kirby Smart – has a word that he is territorial about, and I'm going to say he's earned it. Now, Caleb Williams is the Heisman winner, and yay for Caleb. And he put together a great season, and, and Will Anderson got hardware, and there's just a lot of folks walking around with trophies. And so over the weekend, you have to imagine that if you are the head coach of a major award winner, that if – that kid, he plays for you, and he has been awarded by someone else. He is the number one player in America at this position. When someone else says, yep, this is the guy, then I'm going to use the word elite. And whoever that is, now it doesn't necessarily take an award, I said, you know, Will Anderson, he got honored with the the Lot Trophy and um, the Lot Impact Trophy on Sunday night. College defensive player.